What is up, my son, let's summarize Handsome Matu here. So in part one, I talked about the many benefits of sunlight and vitamin D specific for food sensitivity. So I hope by then, since listening to that one before this one, I hope you went out and got some sunlight immediately. And I hope you make that a habit to get more sunlight. So this is part two, where I will discuss the second most important thing that has worked for me to help to get rid of my food sensitivities. So I hope you're ready for this one because I'm going to drop some major bombs that you most likely haven't heard about. So get your notepads out and get your wallets out because you want to have, want to buy these foods or specific supplements that I mentioned to get rid of food sensitivities. So the first one is basically a lot of people have a sensitivity to milk. So there's a difference between raw milk and pasteurized milk. So in studies, usually rats and animals tend to react uh, when they prime these animals, they make them sensitive to milk. They respond negatively to pasteurized milk, but not to raw milk. One of the ways is that the raw milk modulate the epigenetics so that you are not sensitive. It kind of gets rid of an energy, uh, allergy through an epigenetic modification. But the other mechanism is they've discovered a specific compound called alkaline phosphatase that is mainly produced in the liver, So, but it's also found in milk. So the raw milk contains alkaline phosphatase. Now, when you pasteurize it, you destroy that alkaline phosphatase. So when you consume the pasteurized milk, that actually creates an allergenic response. But when they add alkaline phosphatase back into the milk, that has the same benefits as the other uh, raw milk. So the point is, obviously, you want to go for raw milk. If you can find raw milk, go for raw milk, get that. And some people are sensitive to the, the specific casein fragment the difference between the A1 and the A2, they tend to be more sensitive to A1. This is not everyone, but there is a fair amount of people that are sensitive to A1 casein, and they benefit more from going to A2 casein. So you can look at look for A2 cow's milk, or you can just get goat milk or lamb or sheep milk because that is only A2 milk. It doesn't contain any A1. So that shouldn't create an allergenic response. So if you can, the best of both worlds would be a raw goat milk. But if you can't find that, just try a raw milk and see how you respond. Now, if you can't find raw milk, but you can only get pasteurized milk, like me, like going to the farm, it's a massive schlep and you don't even know about the quality of the milk that they produce. Maybe just can't source it. It is fine to get other milk that is pasteurized. But the thing is, you want to get alkaline phosphatase. So where can you find alkaline phosphatase? Well, it's not readily available as a supplement, but it is mainly found in the liver and in the intestine. So Paul Saldino, his company, Heart and Soil, he has a gut supplement containing intestine and liver and a few other stuff that's going to help to improve your gut health in general. So increasing your intake of alkaline phosphatase, you can basically eat raw liver. I think that should give you the same benefit. And also uh, eat intestine if you want to, if you don't want to use a supplement. So what I do is I make my own supplement. I buy intestine and liver and kidney I dry them out, I blend them together, and I just take that. So then I get all my alkaline phosphatase and all of the other benefits that is found in those organ meat. And that should help to reverse the sensitivity that you have to cow's milk. Now, the other food source is bone marrow, but also just organ meat in general, but mainly bone marrow. So bone marrow is very high in what they call nucleotides. 
this nucleotide called ribonucleotide. So it's dietary ribonucleotide modulate type 1 and type 2T helper cell responses against both albumin in young mice. So dietary ribonucleotides by shifting and modulating the immune system. Our findings thus indicate that Th2-prone mice, dietary ribonucleotides modulated skewed Th2 responses against OVA, against towards Th1 as measured by production of interferon gamma and Th1 cytokine and changes in anti-OVA AB isotype levels. So the point here is that feeding these mice dietary ribonucleotides, which is found in bone marrow, modulated the immune system in such a way that people are not sensitive to it. So I also consume bone marrow at least twice a day, heaped tablespoons. So it should actually be around 30 grams of bone marrow on a daily basis. What I do is we go to the butcher, we get these big bones from cows, we cut off the, the end pieces, the collagen points, and we have them sort in half. So you have the two bones and you just scrape out all of the a bone marrow and we put it in a container so we every day we just take some bone marrow it's very simple very easy to do it's not a schlep at all so get your liver for alkaline phosphatase your intestine for alkaline phosphatase and the other benefits that intestine can give you and then also bone marrow for these nucleotides and all of this can modulate the immune system in a way that you are not sensitive to it so you can also buy a supplement that contains bone marrow extract, and I will link that for you guys in the description below. So it will be Heart and Soil's intestine product and also this uh, bone marrow extract for these alkaline phosphatase and the nucleotides that will benefit you from calming the immune system. And I always go for uh, foods first, but if you don't like the organ meats and you don't like doing all this effort, you can source them. Supplements is the best thing, but always like a food specific supplement. All right, guys, I hope that was helpful. Buy these supplements or have these foods and let me know if they work for you in improving your food sensitivities, getting rid of the food sensitivities, modulating the immune system in a beneficial way. And I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.